Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the shenanigans. It was the early 80s, and sex was still a good way to meet new people. The disappointment. Now that's a real shame when folks be throwing away a perfectly good white boy like that. And the self-confidence. I'm six foot, three inches tall, and maintain a very consistent panda bear shape. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Sure, it's not 1985 right now, but who knows what tomorrow will bring. Welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your hostesses, Steve Spears and B-Rad. And today, I'm finally home and ready to spill all the beans about 80s in the sand. How's the water? Accelerating. <laughs> I'm in deep. I'm in deep. Don't forget, Stuck in the 80s is a member of the CLNS Podcast Network. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and the CLNS Media mobile app. Greetings and salutations. You a Heather? Podcast fans. Hey, don't be a Heather out there. Help us out by taking this quick survey. It'll help us at Stuck in the 80s better craft our sponsors to your needs. Just go to podcastlistener.com slash radical. Super quick survey. It's all multiple choice. You can't fail. Go to podcastlistener.com slash radical. You're redoing us a solid, uh, and we won't call you a Heather anymore. Heather, my love, there's a new sheriff in town. So, 80s in the Sand, we've been talking about it forever. It's been on the calendar forever for at least a year now, it seems. And yeah. suddenly it's come and it's gone. I was there with my friend Curtis. We recorded a couple of super short shows about uh, what we were doing while we were in Punta Cana. Um, Punta Cana, by the way, is the all-inclusive capital of the Dominican Republic, kind of the all-inclusive capital of the Caribbean. Woot, woot. But um, I figured it was time to give everyone the, the fuller picture. So before you start, I have one super important question to ask, Steve. Yeah. Why did you record those shows in the men's room, and were you in a giant tub for two? Hey, bud, what's your problem? Okay, so here's here's the important o- <laughs> overview. Oh, my gosh, they're so echoey. Yeah, okay, so we, they were recorded in my, my stateroom, my luxury stateroom, which was completely, you know, tiled, marble tile. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing to absorb the sound. We we could have recorded outside, but it was ninety degrees most days and raining. <laughs> yeah, and if we went somewhere that where it wasn't raining, then there was a you know a, a band playing or music on the intercom. There was there was nowhere to record. You offering you free beers? Yeah, I'm used to people interrupting me, Brad, but that's okay. <laughs> oh well, what do you think I'm here for, bitch? <laughs> so we did the super short shows. We were, we were in my room, kind of like when we're on the cruise, we do the podcasts in our room, but we have carpet and. Lovely you, fabric on the walls. But did you snuggle with Curtis afterwards? Like we no. always do. No. Oh, well, no, okay. no, no. Not the same. Not the same. Yeah. So it was. It was. It was rainy. It was hot. There was nowhere. There's no way I was going to record anywhere else. So we only did two. Um, they're in there in the iTunes queue. If you want to go back and listen to them, we were having all sorts of technical difficulties. I'll, I'll admit, I was using a new computer that I'd never used before, and it wasn't behaving the way I thought it was supposed to. And then I couldn't convert yeah. it to an MP3. Anyway, long story short, it's a miracle that I recorded anything at all. We're grateful for your effort, Mr. Spears. Your pain is our gain. So what do you want first, the highlights or the lowlights? 
Uh, give, oh, come on. You know me. I'm a positive guy. Let's start with the highlights. Give me the good okay. stuff. Give me the sugar. The concerts were pretty amazing. I haven't seen Loverboy in maybe 10 years. Okay. So that was a, a huge bonus, something I was really looking forward to. Just like with the crews, the bands, they're hanging out. They're walking around. They're they are hobnobbing with the guests. So that's always nice. fun. Yeah, that's great. That's a big part of it, I think. Though The one thing that kind of set... 80s in the Santa part a little bit was that they actually had actors who were there as well. So they had Diane Franklin, Amanda Weiss, and Chris Armstrong, who all, by the way, appear in what 80s movie? Uh, that's the one with the skiing and the perfectly good white boy being thrown away. Better off dead. <laughs> Better off dead is correct. Oh, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait one second. I think I'm onto something here. This is pure snow. It's everywhere. Have you any idea what the street value of this mountain is? So there was a screening of Better Off Dead at midnight. Actually, I think it was 1230 in the morning in a driving rainstorm. <laughs> and I, I was sitting in a, in a couch right next to Diane Franklin. You were a study and in moppishness, weren't you? <laughs> I was. I, was just, I just remember being covered in sweat. Diane was sitting in the couch next to me, and she had some of her, her posse with her, her entourage. As Diane it were. Franklin has a posse. Yeah, baby. Yeah. She did, and she was telling the story. She was almost like providing an on, an ongoing commentary during the movie. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. She, yeah. So she'd say, oh, I remember this scene. I was trying to keep a straight face, but if you look right here real closely, you can tell that I'm not. And, oh, this was the scene I wasn't supposed to say anything, or I was supposed to – I had two lines here, but I couldn't spit it out without laughing. And So did that so make the movie it, better or worse? It's a great movie on its own. Nothing's going to make it worse. Okay. Because so I'm like, I don't know, sometimes – Sometimes pulling the curtain back a little bit, and you're like, I didn't want to know that. I just I want to no. imagine that it went this other way. No, it was. I mean, it's fine. So the I mean, a movie that you've seen, sure, you've seen the movie. Like I've seen the movie like fifty or sixty times. So oh, it's yeah, not like, absolutely. But I mean, it wasn't like she was telling stories like, oh my gosh, he really did have his testicles all over me. You know, nothing, <laughs> no, nothing like no. untoward. It was all like, no, no, it was all good. It was all good stuff. She has nothing but fond memories of that. Okay, good, good. I. I bumped into her um, at breakfast one morning. Mm-hmm. I introduced myself and said, "Hey, you know, I'm stuck in the '80s." She's like, "She's like, you're you're the stuck in the '80s guy." And I'm like, "Yeah, why?" She's like, "Oh, you you always like and retweet my posts. I've always wondered who that was." I said, "I'd love to have you on the show sometime." So she gave me her email address, and she's like, "Of course, of course." So we'll hopefully have her on the show here soon. That would be before fun before she forgets that she promised to do so. Yes. So the actors were that was interesting. So to have that, so they were available every day, and they had their books that you could sign and photos okay. that they would sign. So it was fun, and they and they were there, right there, you know, eating next to you every time you went out to eat. So they were there for the whole time. They didn't just like bop in for an appearance and bop out. Diane was standing next to me in customs when I arrived hmm. for about ten minutes, and I couldn't bring myself to say a word to her because a I was covered in sweat because they mentioned theme. Yeah, I lost I think six pounds that week. By the wow. way. Yeah, I was covered with sweat, and she was clearly not enjoying the um, the atmospheric conditions at that moment either. <laughs> so I'm like, the last thing I want to do is like, hey, hey, are you Dominican Republic for 30 seconds? I'm going to talk to you right now. So I just kind of let it be. Yeah. Be cool. So, be cool. Other highlights. The amount of people that I met who either knew the podcast and were longtime listeners, uh, pretty amazing. And then the people yeah. who I met, there was people from the cruise, the 80s cruise that were there. Okay. Some familiar names. Sure. But 
I met a lot. This, I mean, Showtime Spearsy was out. I mean, nice. you, you challenged me to rise to the occasion, and I did. Good for you. I'm, I'm so, proud of you. I'm, I'm proud of you, Steve. You've done well. You've earned that wild turkey. So some of the people that I give a shout out to, Brian Abrams and his wife, Julia, had dinner with them a few times. They're amazing. I was the only one who guessed that Julia was, was dressed up as Molly Ringwald from 16 Candles, and, and she was pretty impressed by that. Nice. Uh, my friend Tyson and his wife, Lisa, from Clearwater were there, and they're longtime listeners uh, and follow my stuff in, this, in the uh, Tampa Bay Times. Bob Bennett from Michigan. What a wild man that guy was. He came dressed as the astronaut, the MTV astronaut. Oh, he's the guy who bogarted your costume. Yeah, yeah. But he said, he said, in all fairness, he was dying. It was just ridiculously hot underneath. And I'm like, well, if you're dying, I would have clearly died. So, Well, I was actually, I was messaging with Mike Felwalk about it. And I said, you know, if he was a real astronaut, that suit would be air conditioned. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Felwalk, that guy's a madman. Kurt and his wife, Jen. There's a, Kurt has a wife named Jen with two N's. Mm. And so every time I saw her, I said Jen with two N's, just you know, as a homage to our friend up north, Jen with one N. Karen and Bernice from San Francisco, they they sat there and watched um, Better Off Dead with me. Cool. Rod and Dee from Texas, Lisa Weintraub, uh, Shane and Trish, longtime uh, 80s cruisers from St. Louis, they were there. Claudia and Kelly are a pair of realtors from Houston. We went on late night adventures trying to find the open buffet at <laughs> two in the morning one day. Nice. You mentioned Mike and Betsy Felwalk. They were they were great. And then uh, John Small and his wife Heidi are they do a morning show up in the I think it's South Dakota. Oh yeah. <laughs> so nice. And they have a eighties radio station, so that's kind of cool. So I mean wow. it, was, it was really I mean, everywhere you went, it was just like there's you know, there's Mike, there's Kurt, there's Bob. It was just it was like a it was one large family reunion. It was it yeah. was Fantastic so that, for that. that vibe is not unlike the crew. So that's cool. I'm glad that they Very were. That, I'm glad that that vibe was there. Curtis did a great job in like he remembers everyone's name. He sees you once on Facebook. He remembers everything about you. And so it was. He's great to have around because he's always good about making he sure I got a chance to meet everybody. Yeah, yeah, so. that's good. There were of course some uh, low lights, like, like with like with everything. The weather, as I mentioned, hot and rainy. It, it was. I guess it's the rainy season right now in Dominican okay. Republic. So, but you know, I'm from Florida. You know, you deal. Yeah, you there's always there's walkways. I mean, nobody nobody got wet that didn't want to get wet. <laughs> uh, Jen with two ends, she got pneumonia halfway through the trip. Oh my gosh! She had to go to a Dominican hospital for a couple nights. Oh no! But she returned uh, stronger for than Friday. ever. Yeah, not stronger than ever, maybe, but she returned Friday. There were some actors who didn't show. Hmm. Well, that was kind of a bummer. No, that's no fun. We knew Andrew McCarthy had already canceled. That was like known a few months ago. Debbie Foreman, who was supposed to be my uh, wingman at Trivia, she did not show. That was announced about a week beforehand. Ugh. And um, Anthony Michael Hall was that was a like just he just didn't show, and uh. we had heard that it was a some sort of issue with his PR company. It was it had nothing to do with Eighties in the Sand. It was some yeah. little battle he was having so and then the only other thing that kind of stands out in my mind information society played a late night show early okay early yeah i think curtis talked about it on the first on the right first, uh, short well, what, show information society if you've never seen them live i mean it's a pretty bizarre stage show i mean it's not bizarre but it's definitely you know not your ordinary stage show lots of video effects okay lots of costumes but they yeah. were showing some I didn't see it. I, I think that was one of the days I fell asleep early and missed it. But 
Curtis was saying, they had a lot of animations, like anti-Trump little cartoons okay. that were playing. Okay. And some people were just like, you know, you bring politics into it, it's going to divide people. Yeah, you're 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 going to rub some of the crowd the wrong way. Right, and they did. And so some people started booing, and some people just walked out. Yeah. But, um, but you know, hey, rock and roll, it's the music of the revolution, and you <laughs> yeah. sort of have to kind of expect that. I mean, if you're... If you're a Trump supporter and you're you're getting rubbed the wrong way every time somebody makes fun of your man, well, you're gonna you got a long couple of years ahead of you. But people did not appreciate that. They were, I mean, the, the the popular phrase was, "Hey, we came here to escape all this, not to be reminded of it." But sure, yeah, I, I mean, that was in the brochure. I can see, <laughs> I can see but, <laughs> yeah, I can see both sides of that one. But yeah, that's not. Yeah, but it, it happened, and that's the way it goes. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of other bands that probably would have done the same thing you know it's just for the most part these were rock and roll bands who don't really normally get into the politics and so right there we go there was there was some veiled reference by another band i forget which one it, i don't know if it was lover boy but somebody else made sort of like a anti-us kind of innuendo at some point and i think it kind of went over most people's heads but anyway neither yeah. here nor there well, surely there's some some good anecdotes you got out of this trip. It can't all just be, and then I, you know, it, can, it can't all just be focused on that one night on the couch with Diane Franklin, which should yeah. be the title of your autobiography. One night yeah. on the couch with Diane Franklin. Oh my God! And I, let me just say this too. First of all, she looks amazing. I mean, she looks amazing, and she's got a daughter who I swear to God is a DNA replicant of her. Oh, really? Funny. Probably in her twenties. Just okay. ridiculous. In fact, yeah, I think somebody funny. went up to her and said, "So, how do you know Diane?" And, <laughs> and Actually, well, I am Diane. Well, she said, and she and she goes, "Well," uh, and the person goes, "I'm kidding. I realize you're a genetic copy of her, so don't worry about it." <laughs> um, there was uh, see some of the weirder things that happened. Uh, Curtis wrote an email in for Reader Mailbag, and he he mentioned some of his interesting stories about his encounters with uh, Curtis Armstrong. There was a rash of nudity going on at the resort. There was okay. one day, one day where about a half dozen women were just all sunbathing topless, like right in the middle of all the action. Because in, during the middle of the day, there wasn't much to do besides you went to the pool and there would be like, you know, the tribute bands would be playing in the afternoon. Okay. okay. Or they'd have this video like of a DJ, DJ or Steven. something. Yeah. And they, they also had a video of VJ, uh, Stephen Wayne. He was amazing. Just incredible sets he put on. Yeah, cool. But so for the most part, I mean, the vast majority of people were right there, and here that whoop off come the tops, and I mean, everybody was just kind of, kind of buzzing about it. (laughs) (laughs) This like high school. (laughs) Yeah, and then um, I think I don't know if it was the last night of the trip or the next to the last night, but there was a woman wearing only a wedding veil who went streaking across the whole quad, you know, (laughs) late at night. Wow. Seen by just about everybody, you know, because everyone started hooping and hollering. It's yeah. just like a white, a white streak. A white streaking blur. Yeah. As far as myself goes, I had, I mean, as usual, I had zero luck with the ladies. That just goes without saying. The closest thing I came to uh, having any luck at all, I was in the pool one day at the pool bar. And it was, you know, like, it's so cool because... It, the, you don't pay for drinks. Drinks are included. So you're, you sit there at the pool bar all day and just sit there and scarf down rum. Slurp them back. Yeah. Beer. yeah. So I'm there and I'm kind of by myself. And I noticed there's this girl like in the middle of the pool 
I'm in the quieter end of the pool and she's just kind of dancing to her own little song inside of her head, yeah. spinning around. And in one hand she had a cigarette and the other hand she had like what appeared to be the remains of a white Russian. Okay. And she's just kind of spinning around and she kind of sees like a me record, over maybe? by. Yeah. So she comes over to the pool bar where I'm at and she goes, what's your name? Like, hi, I'm Steve. boy. (laughs) And she goes, my name is Stephanie. We have names that are the yin and yang of each other, Steve and Stephanie. And then she kisses me on both cheeks. And I'm like, oh, okay. I go, you've been out here? Oh, I've been out here since 8 a.m. drinking white Russians and singing to the music. I'm like, oh, that's that's cool. And so she, she goes, name this song. And she starts singing some, like, he was alive when I found him last. Just, just <laughs> gibberish. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know that song. She's like, I thought you were some kind of '80s expert. I'm like, well, you know, I'm, a, I'm a trivia host, but I don't, I don't pretend to know every genre of music. Well, it's from the band Big Animals. You certainly have heard of them. I'm like, no, I've never. I don't think I've ever heard of Big Animals. <laughs> You're just a fraud, Steve. <laughs> and then she like, <laughs> like, well, you got right to the heart of that one, didn't you, Stephanie? <laughs> so then she just kind of goes, I'm going to go dance some more. So she kind of spun away with her drink and just, just did pirouettes in the middle of the pool. And there was nobody there to witness it. There was, I mean, I, I was looking around afterwards, like somebody saw that, right? I mean, yeah. I didn't just imagine like, did, that. Can I get the tape on that? Yeah. Can you roll that back yeah. for me? <laughs> So that happened. So that that like I said, that was the closest I came. You could say I got lucky in the sense that I didn't get lucky. I was I was about to say perhaps you know the best connection is the one you don't make. Yeah, yeah. So I, f- I feel I feel okay being the lonely guy once again. So that did that's you have a not fern? a problem. As long as you had a fern, yeah. Okay. Oh, I did tell you. So like it was. It's really like I said, hot down there, rainy. And so things were real must. So things were kind of musty and you sort of just kind of got used to it and accepted it over time. Okay. But in case you didn't, they literally burned incense everywhere. Like you'd be walking through the gardens and you'd see all these little sticks of incense burning. (laughs) Like what is going on? And there's incense in your room if you want to burn it. But I Mm -hmm. I didn't. But um, yeah, it was one of those things where you just kind of got used to it after a couple of days. I mean, that's just yeah. that's the Caribbean during that's the That's just how season. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not anything to do with this resort. I mean, beautiful resort. I mean, I can't yeah. can't say anything bad about it. it. I mean, I had a gigantic bathroom area, dual sinks, and huge shower, and a big oh, a big two person tub for you and Curtis to podcast from. There no, there was no there was no tomfoolery. It was, it's a nice big soaking tub. It's okay. Curtis loyally called his girlfriend every day on the phone. Um, back in Atlanta. On the telephone? On the telephone? Every day? <laughs> and then she kneed him in the nuts and called him a f- <laughs> no, I don't know. It was really fun. So Super cool. Super cool. So were there, I mean, I know that when I look back on the, the other trips we've taken, there's, there's usually like a little moment like, like Wang Chung in the elevator or Belinda Carlisle asking us directions to the spa. Do you have any like kind of surreal kind of moments that caught you by surprise? You're like, huh. Well, there's something you don't see every day. I mean, I think watching Better Off Dead with Diane Franklin on the couch next to you is pretty far up there. But you got anything else like yeah. that? So when you go there, you could you could go to the buffet every day for every meal if you want. Or there's about five or six of the restaurants. There's like an Italian place. There's a continental place. There's a French place, a Mexican place. And it seemed like wherever we went, 
we would always be seated, seated next to some of the other celebrities. So there'd either be like, there's Terry Nunn sitting next to us, or there's Richard Blade, or it was yeah. kind of cool to be in these places and look over and just see your heroes. Yeah. And like, it's like suddenly you're in the coolest restaurant in town. Like, oh my God, I must be a VIP. Right. Yeah. I'm and a little I, famous too. Yeah. So that was kind of nice. That was, that was like the other thing that I just, I remember being really happy about that and being like, and yeah. plus the food was great. So, but. Oh, good. Good. Speaking of surprises, I got to say, I'm really happy and surprised by the positive feedback I'm getting about our, our newest sponsor, uh, BarkBox. Woof, uh, I've, been, woof, woof. <laughs> I've been posting photos of my sister's dog, Callie, like an Australian shepherd dog. Is that what it is? You, you yeah. know what it is. Yeah. yeah it's the cutest dog in the world. I don't Most care what kind of dog it is. It's a super cute dog. I know. So well trained. So she gets BarkBox now. And so my sister sends me photos and 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 video and like she'll FaceTime with me and so here's Callie with her toys from BarkBox. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. BarkBox is a great sponsor for us too because they've been around for a while uh, since 2011. They've shipped more than 50 million toys and treats to the dogs that we love. That's plus, a lot of toys. Plus the, the proceeds support uh, shelters and rescues. So here's the deal. When you subscribe to BarkBox, you get a box each month with four to six natural treats and some fun toys that revolve around a surprise theme each month. I don't know if the theme is uh, humidity in the Caribbean, but it, it could be this month. So. This month's theme is chewing up your slippers. Yeah. Uh, which Callie would never do. No. Uh, the treats are customized to your dog. When you sign up, you choose the size of the dog you have, any allergies, the length of the plan, any other preferences. Shipping, of course, totally free. The treats are all made in the U.S. or in Canada. They're tested out by dogs who of those who work at BarkBox. A lot of them are from local and small businesses that you would normally have access to. So that's super cool. And if you decide you'd really like the treats, the dog really likes the treats, you probably should be giving the treats to the dog and not eating them yourself. But if your dog well, decides you know, the treats. I, my, my HelloFresh didn't show up, Steve, so I had to eat the dog treats. You got to do what you got to do. You can go on to BarkShop.com and actually order more of the treats that your dog likes. Hey, even if you don't own a dog, which I don't own a dog. I own a cat that likes to bite me, especially when I'm podcasting. I bet you know somebody with a dog who would love this as a present. And here it is, holiday season. Better time than this? I cannot think of one. Me either. Gift subscriptions are a big thing with BarkBox. And so there are a bunch of options available for this on their website. And here I'm getting to, I'm getting to the home stretch here, guys. Because you listen to Suck in the 80s, you get a special offer. You get a free extra month of BarkBox when you subscribe to a 6- or 12-month plan. Just go to www.barkbox.com slash radical to sign up. A free month. And you help us out here at Stuck in the 80s. Remember, it's www.barkbox.com slash radical to sign up. Uh, and if you do sign up, please, please send us pictures of your dogs playing with your new toys. Send them to podcast at sit80s.com. We'll post them online. Speaking of treats, are you ready for another box of treats, Brad? Oh, please. What do you got? It's a weekly box of goodies that we like to call The, the Seggies. Ah, uh, the mystical refrain that is the theme to listener mailbag, which I can't even say properly anymore. It's been so long since we've done this. Reader uh, email box. It could be, could be the whiskey too, though. There's whiskey involved a lot of times when we record podcasts at night. Mm. As for mentioned, Curtis Langlos, who was my uh, wingman for 
80s in the sand because Brad was back home in LA and visiting your daughter at college. Yeah. I understand yeah. how that goes. That was awesome. That was really fun. You know what? It was good to see her. It was fun to see her. It was fun to see her row this fall. She tried out for and made the uh, Oregon State women's rowing team. So I have a D1 NCAA athlete in my family. That's so cool. It's bemusing to me. It's really funny. And she's enjoying it. It's great. It's it's a good thing. So and she, they get like the primo food too, don't they? Don't they get access to like... <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of perks to being a, a, an athlete at a school like that that they don't really talk about. You kind of find out once <laughs> you're in the club. You know, like oh, the... Geez. The food and, you know, like, oh, did you not want to wait to see someone at Student Health? Well, you can make a priority appointment. And oh, it's, man. Yeah, it's it's a pretty sweet life. Oh, geez. It was really fun to go up and see her. Well, speaking of sweet life, uh, Curtis sent in a letter to remind me of some of the more fun stories he encountered. at, uh, And he wanted B-Rad to read this specifically. Yeah, it's addressed to me. I, we don't usually get a lot of these that aren't full of swear words. Um, <laughs> Curtis writes, Dear B-Rad, thanks so much for giving me your blessing to be Spearsy's less funny yet borderline adequate partner in crime at 80s in the sand in your stead. I don't remember actually being asked, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, it's great, but like, you know, let's not oversell it here. It was a week full of fun in the sun, pool bars, Presidente beer, Mama Juana, incredible costumes, awesome bands, and better off dead movie stars. In addition to seeing some old friends from the 80s cruise, we also made several new friends and hopefully picked up some additional listeners for the podcast. So as an aside, Steve, did you give out all the swag? Did you get rid of all the bracelets and all that stuff? Yes. Every single thing I came with swag-wise, we gave away. And and your bracelets were especially uh, popular. There are bracelets, Steve. (laughs) There are bracelets. Anyway, Curtis continues. There's two events that occurred on this trip which made it both amusing and very special to me. I wanted to share them with you now as Spearsy has already heard both stories. First of all, on goth slash punk slash new wave costume night, I was dressed up as Rick Nielsen from Cheap Trick. My costume included a white coat with checkered lapels, white Dream Police baseball cap, Cheap Trick buttons, checkered van sneakers, and a modified Paper Jams guitar decorated with checkered duct tape. Nice. While waiting for the costume contest to begin, Mike Reno of Loverboy walked by with someone I can only assume was his manager. He had two drinks in his hands and appeared to be a little on the hammered side. My friend Mike Felwalk told me, hey, get over there beside Reno and I'll take your picture with him. I approached the singer and asked for a photo. He graciously said yes, and we took it. Not more than five minutes later, the manager guy looked at me and said to him, hey, Reno, look, he's supposed to be Rick Nielsen from Cheap Trick. Get next to him for a photo. Reno looked at me like he had never seen me in his life and said very enthusiastically, yeah, let's get a photo. I love Cheap Trick. He put his arm around me for the picture and then whispered in my ear in a playfully seductive voice, I'm lover boy. (laughs) I learned from this experience that Mike Reno is a very friendly drunk, but he doesn't necessarily have the best short-term memory. (laughs) That's really funny. That's really funny. He continues with another story. The second story involves actor Curtis Armstrong from Revenge of the Nerds, Better Off Dead, Risky Business, and a few other lesser-known 80s films. On the 80s cruise this past February, I dressed up as a tri-lamb from our favorite nerd movie. Wait, there aren't any tri-lambs in Real Genius. Oh, he means Revenge of the Nerds. Got it. Complete with a sweater matching the one Armstrong and the other actors wore in the film. A few other guests on the cruise had the same costume, but what made mine unique was the addition of a Tri-Lamb fraternity paddle I put together myself. I bought the blank paddle on eBay, stained it, and then affixed some Tri-Lamb and Adams College stickers to it. 
Knowing the beloved actor who played Booger would be joining us on this trip, I brought the paddle with me with the intent of having him sign it. While standing in line for the meet and greet with Armstrong, I had an inspiration. I decided instead to give him the paddle as a gift. When I approached him, we exchanged a couple of pleasantries, and then I handed him the paddle. I told him the story about my costume on the cruise and told him I wanted him to have it. He was completely speechless. Are you sure? He said. He almost got teary-eyed about it. When he found out my name is also Curtis, it seemed to make it all the more special. After the photographer took a few photos, he signed my copy of his recent autobiography, From One Curtis to Another. Nerds rule, Curtis Armstrong. That's pretty awesome. That's a great moment. You should see the photos. I mean, he really looks like he's going to cry. Kind of touched. Yeah. Well, you know, that's that's pretty cool. I'm glad that Curtis had that moment, that little, you know, little vignette there with Mr. Armstrong, sir. Uh, he continues, there are several other stories I could tell, but for the sake of time and sanity, these two will have to suffice. It was a lot of fun assisting Spearsy with trivia and recording two podcasts with him while we were there. I have a newfound appreciation for what you guys do every week and at these 80s events. The sharp, quick wit you have as a gift. Oh, gosh. Now he's sucking up to me, isn't he? Oh, we like that. The <laughs> sharp, quick wit you have as a gift, and it is even more readily apparent to me now why Spearsy chose you as his co-host. I am but a shadowy reflection of you. Wait, so that means I'm Indiana Jones and you're Belloc? Belloc. 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 Like Belosh. Belosh. <laughs> I'm going to call you that from now on, Curtis. Your nickname is Belosh. I don't care what you're about to say in this letter. Oh, one other thing. Your reply on Facebook to my use of the homage nickname C-Rad was hilarious. As an aside, for those of you who aren't like deep in the weeds on Facebook with Stuck in the 80s, when I heard that, I posted on there, C-Rad? Question mark. No. Just no. Spearsy and I laughed quite a bit about it. However, I believe I've stumbled onto a more suitable nickname. Since my middle name is Wayne, I think I'm going to go with being called the CW. How's that? Is that better? It does make more sense, doesn't it? Okay, we'll go with that. Whatever you say, Belosh. Um, <laughs> you know, the B-Rad thing, look, it's this letters in my name in the same order, so you know, it works for me. I, I can't, you know, if you want to go with C-Ert, that's fine, but I think the CW works better. Belosh. <laughs> Thanks again, and I look forward to seeing you with Spearsy on the 80s cruise in March. Warmest regards, Curtis Wayne Lanclos, the CW, a.k.a. Belosh. Oh, yeah. He was the hit, man. I mean, if there was like, if there could have been like a um, a mascot of, of uh, AIDS in the Sand, it would have been Curtis. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he just, every, every girl wanted to come up and hug him. Every girl wanted to have a, her photo taken with him. I was his sidekick, not not the other way around. Mm-hmm. So. so it was like Big Trouble in Little China. Yes. You thought you were the main guy. Right. Turns out I was not. You were on the upstairs extension all along. Yeah. So we got a second letter. And this there's an interesting st- story behind this. So you remember I said that Jen with two N's got pneumonia, right? And was in the yeah, hospital. Yeah. They, posted, they posted a photo from her hospital room with her wearing like the whole face, you know, breathing apparatus. Oh gosh! And she held up her phone, and they were listening to "Stuck in the '80s." Oh, here we are in the hospital in the Dominican Republic with pneumonia, and we're going to pass the time by listening to "Stuck in the '80s." And they took a photo of it and everything. And I was so I was I was really like, oh my god, and I, I was really touched. Then this person, Jonathan Bowering, a longtime fan of the podcast, he left a message on that same post saying, "Hey, you know, I actually." I was in the hospital for a while and 
listened to Stuck in the 80s too. And I, I wrote him, I said, well, t- tell me the story. Tell me the story. So he sent this email. So I thought I would, I would read this one for us. So Jonathan Bowering writes this. Hi, Brad and Steve. On March 17th, 2007, yes, St. Patrick's Day, I underwent a heart double lung transplant. Holy crap. I know. The reason for my transplant was a congenital heart defect that also scarred my lungs. I had been an inpatient for almost a year at the Cleveland Clinic, and I had been on a left ventricular assist device for most of the time. I spent two months recovering the hospital and then was released to an apartment my stepmother had rented for me in Cleveland. I was required to spend three months in Cleveland so my doctors could check on me weekly. During my time in Cleveland, I started feeling nostalgia for the past, particularly my teenage years in the 80s. I started searching for podcasts related to the 80s, and I found yours, Stuck in the 80s. I really liked the title, so I listened to it. I loved it. I thought it was hilarious and could not believe how many people were still stuck in the 80s like me. Stuck in the 80s was exactly what I needed while I recovered. I listened while doing my exercises, while waiting to see my doctor, there was no shortage of material because I had the p- two previous years to catch up on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. He continues. I enjoyed the interviews, especially the one with Brian Johnson. My musical tastes in the eighties were heavy metal and hair metal. I didn't like pop music. I even told my sister that Madonna was a fad who would last no longer than two months. <laughs> well, this guy is pointed right at you. Yeah, I know. But stuck in the eighties has since changed that view. The podcasts have brought back memories of both junior high and high school dances in which faithfully was played alongside Ario Speedwagon. From the breakups, playing in my rock band, my friends, and my unforgettable stint as a break dancer, <laughs> the 80s were a time that I was having fun just being a kid. It's been 10 years now that I've listened to Stuck in the 80s, and I have yet to get bored. I want to thank you for making my recovery much easier and bringing back great memories. Podcasts have come and gone, and yours is still going strong after 12 years. A truly amazing accomplishment. All of you involved in this podcast, especially Steve, should be very proud knowing you've touched many lives, including mine. Still stuck in the 80s, Jonathan Bowering. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, we get back to this kind of stuff we were talking about in the last episode in the interview about like meeting people. It's, it's kind of humbling. And it's when people share those kinds of stories with us, it's like, wow, you know, it's, it's nice to know. I, I, it makes me feel good that it's helpful to people. Yeah. You know? I, I go through like a, a series of emotions when I hear a story like that. It's almost like a little bit of embarrassment. And I know that's not the right word. But like, oh my God. No, I know what you mean. I know what you it's mean. It's not that. It's, it's just like, like, whoa, no, 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 not me, you. You, know, you did this. I, yeah, I did yeah, nothing. You're great. I'm not great. You, all I did was you, talk about the stupid stuff I did. You, you had a heart and two lungs transplanted. All I did was tell you stories about bags of rum. Yeah. I, I watched a terrible movie with terrible actors <laughs> right, doing terrible yeah. things to each other and tried to convince you to do the same. I've been tortured by dates for 30 years and I'm just telling you the stories about them. It's not, it's not me. It's you. Uh, it's the connection though, I think is, is what it's all about ultimately. And that's exactly right, Steve. That's so, exactly right. Anyway, we love your stories and Jen with two N and Jonathan. I'm so glad that we were, you know, that, that we were the number one listen podcast in hospitals around the world. <laughs> Uh, as always, send your stories to podcast at sit80s.com. 
what's happening, hot stuff? Ah, by the sound of the gong, it must be time for mystery movie moment. It's kind of hard to like, you know, okay, let's bring the funny now again. Yeah, no, 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 no. Look at the seltzer bottle. Two people were on their deathbed, but uh, we're going to tell jokes about stupid movies now. You know the deal here. We'll play a snippet of a movie from these if you can get it right. Uh, You're entered into a drawing for a bottle opener, which surely you must be nearly out of by now. No, I've I've resupplied. Okay, because I we're we're a few months away from the cruise now, so we're going to be like going on a buying streak. Because you're going to need to get more uh, silicon bands. I'm going to need to get more beer koozies. And well, see what I do is I just I write the people that I sent them to six months ago, and I say, okay, I need that back. (laughs) Yeah, it's like you've opened enough uh, (laughs) bottles. Use it or lose it. Send it back anyway. Pay attention. Here was the clip from our last show. Oh, you're having a good time. I'm happy for you. I can't say as I feel the same way. It's kind of bizarre yourself, you know? It's spooky. Nobody knows that one, do they? No, they sure didn't. <laughs> you people. Come on. Well, it is, it's not the most obvious movie. No, it isn't. But this was right around Halloween. Yeah. I think if you listen, you'll recognize the actress's voice. I thought, you know, someone would draw them. So many someone would connect the dots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to play another clip from the movie, assuming we can find one on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> well, where do you think I found that one? I know, but I'm saying how many could there possibly be? It's not like it's not like we're going to do a top 10 um, memorable it's not like clips from Bueller. this movie. Yeah. So anyway, here it goes. Pay attention again. You're going to get it this time. If you know it, email us at podcast at SITDs.com. I'd say tune in next week to find out if you're a winner, but I'm starting to lose a little faith. Steve, I'll give him one hint. It's not No Man's Land. Oh, okay. That's good. Uh, the mystical refrain that is named that 80s tune. You know the drill here. We'll play a snippet of a song from the 80s if you get it right. I like your odds this week to win the... Uh, <laughs> To win the yeah, they're looking pretty good, especially since everybody whiffed on the movie quote. But uh, that happens. I've seen this movie, by the way. I know this movie. I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen it fifty times, but I've seen it five times. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, that's what I was going for. It's something not, that was. It's not really yeah. a. It's kind of a comedy, but not really a comedy. I mean, it's kind of. I don't know. I, it's hard to describe it. I don't know what niche it filled. Romantic comedy, a dramedy. A dramedy. It's 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 weird. Is it a zombie movie? I don't know. It might involve death. Oops, too much. Damn, so many hints. Anyway, if you don't know it by now, you ain't ever gonna pay attention. Here's our clip from last week. That's Iron Maiden. Run to the hills. I was going to try to sing Run to the Hills, but I I cannot. 80s Nation is grateful for your yeah. oversight. Brad just had to suffer through five attempts of me doing it, and uh, okay. each more painful than the previous one. Those will not it be sounded, included yeah. in our, our uh, outtake show for Christmas. 
Those will be uh, yeah. I got a heart. I got a heart. <laughs> Read some of the winners. Winners this week include every metal head that listens to this show, oh, yeah. a.k.a. Joseph Purdue, Chad Ledoux, Eric the 8-Bit Kid Barube, Dave August, Bill with an L, the man known only as Rowan, Joe McCabe, Kurt in Dirty Jersey, Christine in Philly, Brett in Melbourne, Australia, Dave Dirt, Gary in Gilroy, and Fetch in Evansville. Fetch? Is that a new one? Yeah. Yeah, quit trying to make Fetch happen. <laughs> Ah, uh, there's a good one. A little Mean Girls line. <laughs> you know, you don't get a lot of Mean Girls references in Stuck in the 80s, but, but you know, what can I say? Yeah, I had a teenage daughter. Fetch, a we're going to do you that. Know. Yeah. We all know that one, sadly. Okay. Spin the wheel. Let's find out who wins a bottle opener. You know, everyone says that uh, Dave Augiagas wins every single week. And, well, all I can say is, you know, they're right. The man is the student of the decade. He is. Obviously, he is a savant. Not an idiot savant, a savant. <laughs> uh, looks like he knows his stuff. No, no, come on. We're amazing. Not- I can't wait to try to stump him on the cruise with some good. Tri- we should have like two levels of trivia, like, you know, normal trivia and then Dave Augie August trivia. Augie style. Yeah, Augie style. And it looks like, uh, oh, here we go. We're actually going to have a winner. It's going to be, oh, you know, of course, it's Fetch in Evansville. <sighs> Stop trying to make fetch open <laughs> bottles. Uh, wild turkey doesn't have a; it just has a cork. That's why I like it so mm. much. That makes it easier. So, fetch, uh, you're fairly new, so maybe you don't know, but you uh, email us your snail mail address, and we will get to that uh, bottle opener for you. In the meantime, as my voice begins to turn rasp from the indulgence of the brown liqueur, <laughs> here's the <laughs> mystery clip. Ifins, you know it. Email us, podcast at sits.com. And then tune in next week to find out if you are a Bradley Wiener. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Listen up, Ladies Nation. Basketball season is back. And here at Stuck in the 80s, that means we have a special sponsor to help you uh, make the most of the season. It's time for you to put your fantasy knowledge to the test and win some huge cash prizes every night playing the one-day fantasy basketball at DraftKings.com. At DraftKings, there are so many ways to play. You could do public contests with huge cash prizes. You could do private leagues. You could do friend leagues. Uh, they've even got beginner and casual contests where you can kind of learn the ropes and kind of get your handle on the whole thing. The best part, you get to draft a new team each day. So here's the deal. Use the special promo code CLNS at DraftKings.com to play free with your first deposit for your share of $10,000 in total prizes tonight. Don't wait. The special code is CLNS at DraftKings.com to choose your lineup, the game inside the game. back we have just a few minutes left uh we've teased a little bit about the 80s cruise we haven't talked about it much lately it's only about four months away now actually maybe only three and a half months away now i am deep deep into planning on my costume fab starts in the next few weeks really i am negotiating i am trying to be gonna be awesome i am negotiating 
to make a couple changes, changes in the stuck in the eighties agenda for the eighties cruise. Pray that it not be modified any further. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not going to make any promises, but I'm trying to to get it so that we're the judges for the costume contest. Oh, nice. I'm, I'm asking nicely. Yeah, and I'm also trying to negotiate well, a. Um, if nothing else, we'd be more respectful to the people who are in it. Yes, like that was one of my things that I. I mean, I get it. You're a comedian. You kind of make jokes, but people busted their ass to make those costumes. It's not really cool to be mocking the finalists. Yeah. At Aces in the Sand, they had the MTV VJs do the judging. Okay. Or they had like crowd applause. But either way, it was still like, you know, people who knew the costumes. But anyway, right. so I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to negotiate that. And then I'm also trying to negotiate a poolside trivia challenge. Mm. So that, cause nothing, you know, I don't like anything more than standing out in the sun. <laughs> In the talking to strangers, yeah. <laughs> so, but, but we, they're not strangers; they're our '80s family. We did it '80s in the sand. We did the poolside trivia, and it went really well. We basically just it, we didn't. There wasn't like a, a grand prize winner. I mean, people just kind of shouted out the answers, and we threw swag at them. It was kind of like like they did. Oh, the, nice! Like they did in ancient Rome, basically. So a little more free form. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was just you know, and there's no slides, there's no video challenges, or no audio challenges. Just kind of you know, we're just gonna have 15 questions. We got through it in like. 15 minutes and then as soon as it ended boom like thunderstorm and we all went running for cover so that was fun anyway Rat fart. <laughs> actually there was no thunder it, it just it just rained which was nice because you could just sit in the pool if you want to you weren't nothing was going to happen to you yeah uh, How much so water here's the deal by the time you're listening to this it is Thanksgiving weekend. Hopefully, you're hopefully you're listening to us on the first or second day. Maybe you're listening on the plane ride back from wherever you were, and maybe you're thinking, "Hey, the Indies cruise—they always have a sale this time of year. They're well, they're not going to have a sale this year. They've only got a hundred cabins left. There's a hundred oh, cabins. This, this thing is more than ninety percent sold. There's a hundred cabins left. So now's the time to jump on it. You know, don't forget what you what you'd be missing." Rick Springfield, not only as the host, but a performer. Loverboy, amazing. They'll play Queen of the Broken Hearts. I cried. I cried listening to Queen of the Broken Hearts in Punta Cana. Uh, what an amazing set they do. Uh, Berlin returns, the triumphant return of Terry Nunn in Berlin. And don't forget. Woot, woot. Don't forget. Berlin is bringing back John Crawford. Hasn't played with him in like 30 years. Really? And he's coming back and he will be performing with them on the cruise. You will get to see the return of John Crawford to Berlin. That alone is worth it. Plus, Berlin is probably, I, I mean, I'm, I not, feel special. I'm not trying to blow smoke. They're probably the hottest 80s band out there right now because they put on a set and everyone is just wowed. So, anyway, yeah. Billy Ocean, Lou Graham, Thomas Dolby, Katrina from Katrina and the Waves, Tommy Tutone, and The Tubes. Plus, you get Jesse's Girl, the uh, tribute band from New York, and you get Trial by Fire, which I think they're from out west. Anyway, two great. They're LA based. Are they? Fantastic. So two great tribute bands on top of all the entertainment, plus Nina, Mark, Alan, plus Brad, Steve, plus Silicon Bracelets. Yeah, baby. Silicon Bracelets. Finally got to the... Come for the bracelets. Stay for the music. Wow, why isn't that on the brochure? Yeah, yeah. What marketing genius came up with that? Yeah, it is what it is. Everything is. That's my phrase. It'll be fun. <laughs> www.theatrescruise.com. There's you know, 100 cabins left. You got to come out there. It's going to be fun. This will be what they call the junior year. It's the third year. 
So Brad and I will hopefully have adjoining cabins again. Yeah. Fun. You like it when I came in last Keep time? Keep that door locked. I gave you the foot massage. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was so nice. It was. And then I realized I was trying to give Katie a foot massage. And so imagine my embarrassment. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, hey, your toenails are totally skanky. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all we have for this week. Go to our Facebook page. There'll be plenty of photos there from 80s in the Sand. We'll have some more, maybe some more teasing to some trivia questions that are coming up. Participation challenges on the 80s cruise. That'll be fun. Uh, we'll also have One some, never knows. And we'll actually have some shows that are about things other than the 80s cruise and uh, 80s in the Sand. <laughs> we might actually talk about the 80s right, too. Right, so right. there's vacation. We'll be Diane Franklin soon. So we'll, we'll see. In the meantime, myself and Brad in L.A., we remain here, hopelessly stuck in the 80s. Stuck in the 80s is a member of the CLNS Media Network. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for our theme music. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or the CLNS Media mobile app.